believe it or not, we still get the question from purchasers, sellers, and people saying, should I talk to my another bank or should I stick with the bank that I'm with? Brokers asking us that question. Stay tuned. We're going to tell you all about it. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Morning Minutes, episode 502. Myself, Michael Bergio, Mark Novak. Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. As you said in the intro, buyers constantly ask, especially when it comes to finance, even when an agent, most of us will say, are you speaking with a broker? And very often they're like, no, no, I'm speaking with my bank. And we're like, okay, just your bank. Yep, yep, I'm loyal to my bank. I've been with them for 20 years. I won't look elsewhere. So today we're going to talk about is that right? Should you speak to anybody else and who you should speak to? What should you be doing um, in that buying process when you're looking to get pre-approval? Mark, let's, let's kick it off. First of all, what is pre-approval? When would you need it? And then let's go from there. Pre-approval is normally subject to um, valuing the property. Um, so uh, what they will do is they'll say, yep, you can buy this place, but, and you're pre-approved. So we've approved your financials, we've approved maybe your other property that we've valued, and uh, you're ready to go. Once you find the place that you like, we'll just value that, and then you'll be unconditionally approved. Because people like to get the pre-approval because the bank will tell them what they'll lend them because it's almost like going shopping without knowing how much money you've got. The pre-approval, a big part of it is saying, we'll lend you 600K. We'll lend you up to 650. So um, buyers like to have this um, done early um, because you know what to look for and what you can go up to. Absolutely. Who can do do a pre-approval? Like where do you – let's start with that as well. So I think you're going to get a pre-approval from a bank or a building society, generally banks, you know, the ones that are doing the loans these days. Um, that's who's going to give you the approval. The bank, now, the person that's going to facilitate that is going to be the bank themselves. So they will have a representative. So you're getting a Westpac loan and you'll get a, a, someone from the Westpac branch um, doing the loan for you. So they're the person you're liaising with that's filling out all the paperwork together with you and advising you. Or you can also get the Westpac loan from a mortgage broker. So a broker will, you know, will sell all types of banks or bank loans, but this particular one is going to put you through Westpac and you'll be dealing with a broker who'll be getting you a Westpac loan. Yeah, and I think a big distinction, which a lot of people may not understand what the difference is between a broker and a bank, and I think I was just thinking of a, an analogy just then. Um, it would think of coffee, think of a coffee shop. Now, you may have your local coffee shop that sells Campos coffee exclusively, and they can only ever offer you what Campos, Campos does price-wise um, and flavors where there could be another coffee shop that has the ability they're not exclusive to anybody and they can supply you with 
many different flavors and styles of coffee and they may be able to, yeah. So I think that's a, a distinction what you said before with, because Westpac will only be able to give you Westpac's deal. A broker has the ability to go to Westpac, see what they're offering, go to Commonwealth Bank, see what they're offering, um, and then go to maybe second tier lenders, see what they're offering. Of course, the the person, the buyer can do that themselves. They can physically walk into Westpac. They can physically walk into Commonwealth Bank. Um, and I think they can apply direct with second tier lenders, can they? Can a buyer apply direct or do they have to go through a broker for a second yeah, tier lender? Generally through brokers. Look, it, the, the fact is it's really expensive for these banks to keep, uh, to keep people selling their loans. Um, so, if you've already got a branch set up like Westpac DY, it's not hard to put somebody in there running out of Westpac DY. But I think the the, the harsh reality is that you're running a sales force or or, or 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 a national team that's selling your mortgage as a bank, it's an expensive thing to do. And um, so people, but, but I do have to say, people have a warm and fuzzy feeling about dealing direct. They do, um, don't they? There's a connotation or there's an assumption that if you deal direct, that you are not paying any commissions as a consumer, you are getting it for cheaper, you are dealing with the horse. Uh, well, that's so almost like how a lot of people think in life. You you can deal with, say, a sales rep. Let's say if you look at furniture, you can deal with the, the little store that may sell one product of that yeah. company. Or you can go direct to the warehouse. That's I, people think that's how banking works. But to basically put it simple and tell you what side I'm on, it's wrong. <laughs> Basic. It, imagine this: if you you if you think about buying furniture, if the going direct to the warehouse you didn't get um, was not was worse than dealing with their the the interme intermediate place selling multiple was better. It's basically the reverse, I believe, when it comes to finance. So a lot of people have that assumption because that's how it generally works with products. I buy direct from the warehouse, it's cheaper. I go to the bank, I'm dealing direct, I've been with them for 20 years, I'm gonna get a good opinion is, that's wrong, <laughs> is the side yeah, of the fence I sit on. And when I and when I hear clients say to me, I'm dealing with the bank, I'm like, go get a second opinion. You're dealing with one person who, and most of the time at the bank, that's not their core job there because they're not focusing it anymore. And I reckon that's probably one reason why a lot of the banks have downsized from used to being in these 500 square meter properties to these basically holes in the wall because their sale part of it, doing loans, has reduced. They may have one person, but somewhere where like Shaw Financial, which have real, like these are the new things in the last 10 years, these brokering firms who will do the loans for you, they've got hundreds and they're taking a lot more space. So there's been a huge shift last year. I think 51% of all loans were done by a broker. It was increased. Up until last year, it had always been more loans done directly with the bank, but there's been a huge trend. Let's say five years ago, it was like 90% bank and now it's say only 40% or whatever it is with the banks because there are big benefits going to a broker. And also, I think what well, guys, and, and I love anyone's comments out there today, what you guys are experiencing, bank or broker, um, and, um, and and rates, rate change and stuff like that. But 
I do find that the when you you know the person that fights for you, a broker will fight for you more than a Westpac uh, loan loan representative. I feel like they probably get so many inquiries, so many more inquiries. They're almost much pickier with their business. I'd love to know what everyone out there is seeing in your feedback and your questions. But um, for instance, you may not conform with banks' policy. They're not going to do anything with you. They will simply just drop you. And that's a bit sad because you may think that's you. You're the problem for the whole lending and, and no banks are going to touch you. And a lot of people a do. Lot of and people do. Like you go to your bank, like if you're ComBank, who are basically the hardest people to get money from, the top people, if you've got a late payment two years ago, they're going to say to you, you can't get a loan. And that person feels like, oh, I'm screwed. No one's going to give me money. And then that person lets you walk out the door. A mortgage broker, if they go to Commonwealth Bank and they say, you, we won't give you a loan, they're going to say to you, don't worry, Mr. Buyer, I've got 49 other banks. Someone will get you, give you the money and I'm going to find them. That's basically in a nutshell. That's in a nutshell. And how do you compete with that when you're a bank? You don't, you can't. Um, something I also, I've got, I've got to tell people that I'm really passionate about is, is um, uh, renegotiating your rate. Uh, yes. a, lot of, a lot of people... Um, are just shy they're just you know stay shy stay dry and when you've got when you're dealing with your bank uh where, where are they going to take you nowhere they're going to go i'll see what i can do when you're dealing with a broker he's he's seen, he's probably seen st george have done this anz have done that you know um and that another blah blah has aussie home loans has done this well I reckon we can do this for your loan. They, they've got a bit of a more of a cross reference out there of, of what everyone else is doing. They'll fight for you. They'll even they'll even take your bat and ball and go and play somewhere else. They'll move you to another bank if you can't get that rate right. That rate right. Now on that verge, this is a harsh reality that no one likes to admit. When you are with a bank for over five years. They become anti-competitive because they've had that because you've developed a reputation of just sticking around, and that's only five years. Now, when you're moving banks, you'll get a two to four thousand dollar induction or incentive. I think they call it a cash incentive if you move your bank. When you're getting a valuation, because you have to get your property valued when you when you move when you move banks. A valuer don't know why. But a valuer will, on a refinance will always act different than a, a fresh loan. It's just common sense that they are the banker, the broker is trying to win your business and switch you to a new bank. That bank will be competitive with their valuation, more competitive with their valuation, and more competitive with their fees than just sticking with the guys that you're with they've already got your business it's common sense guys and as much as people don't like to admit it it's true now this isn't financial advice i do have to say that this is just experience of what we're seeing out there with with clients and their loans out there even personally our lending and stuff like that maybe wrong maybe right but it's certainly what we're seeing out there yeah because i've got a couple of points so i'll get to bill and michelle's um comments it's like 
when you, if you're when people say I've been loyal to them for 20 years, my instant thought is you're getting screwed. And look at it from this way: when the bank will offer, when was the last time the bank came to you as a 20-year loyal customer and said, "Thank you for staying with us. We'll give you two thousand dollar off your refinancing." Or when do they even call you to refinance and tell you the rates cheaper? They don't, but a new client will come to the door. They'll give them the cheapest rate in the market and they'll give them a benefit. That's for starters, if you still believe the bank's on your side. And then two, I think a, a, another for, um, a false misconception, just like the going to the warehouse, direct dog at a cheaper deal is, the banks pay the brokers, not you. A lot of people think, no, I don't want to go to a broker. It's going to cost me money. No, That's it's going point. to save you money. And the banks pay them as well. And they will, as what uh, Bill says, the broker, yeah, another thing is, well, the broker gets paid to get you the loan. So they're fighting for you. A lot of the time, the pay structure of the employee at a bank is not as aggressively weighted towards commission as the broker. So what I mean by That's that is point. the person at the bank may be on a larger salary and they get small commission per deal. But at the end of the day, if they don't do the deal, they've still got to get the large salary. Or a broker is probably getting a very, very small salary, if any, and they make all their money on commission. So they are going to be out there hunting so hard for you to get the loan and go to every bank and look under every rock. So you, you want lawyers who fight for you, brokers who fight for you, agents that will fight for you, Michelle's right, brokers will search to find the best deals that suit your circumstances, 90 lenders, it's 100% right. And another fallacy is a lot of people think the best loans are with the top Commonwealth Westpac and they, uh, they sort of belittle or put aside or disregard second tier lending just because it says second tier. But they've got some of the most flexible terms. Money's money. Do you care who you got it off as long as you've got it? And you're not getting screwed. They, and they they can pay guys. Don't forget, these guys are giving you the money, so you got their money. So you're in the box seat yeah. straight away. Irrelevant that. The only thing you want to watch with with um, companies that are a little bit small, sorry, banks or lending institutions are a little bit small, is sometimes they jab you after a couple of years. So they interest rate hike you like crazy. So you think you're getting a really good rate for a year or two. Then when you, yes. turn, when, you turn, when you turned around and uh, behind your back, they whack those rates up. The bigger guys generally won't do that that gouging as much. Yeah. And whenever your rate goes up, you get on the phone to your broker and say, can we refinance? They will go in the market and they will either call. So let's say you, you're, you're a ComBank client for life and you don't care what we say. Fair enough. You can stay with ComBank, but still go through a broker because – Think about it from this way. Who do you think's got more buying power of, i.e., getting the money cheaper for you at an interest rate cheaper? You who walk in once every five years or 10 years to get a loan or a broker doing a deal with that bank 20 times a day. The banks give brokers, top brokers, better deals. So you want to align yourself with that broker, even if you want to stay loyal to the bank out there Go through the broker and I bet you he'll get a better deal than you can when you walk off the street. We're not saying this is right or wrong. It's just how it is in the marketplace. So you need to know this. Just like going direct to the warehouse, you can generally get a better deal. It's just how it is. And yeah. 
But um, Michelle, Bill, thank you for your comments. Sean, good to have good to have you on. I think that's a wrap. I, you know what else, Burge? Um, a lot of this stuff is we just it just rolls off your tongue and is common sense. Yeah. But for some people, if you have anyone in your family or a friend that you can share this story with, you will save them a fortune and you'll help us as well. So, yeah. uh, and it's it's sometimes just the simplest questions I get asked. I'm like, really? You don't know that you didn't know that you just don't. You know, sometimes you can go along five, ten, fifteen years and just actually never get into that propositional position, and you can just navigate through with this information that we're giving you guys. Get their thirty-year home loan and think that's the deal for thirty years. No, <laughs> a lot of people are redoing that every three years. Like it's it's um. Yeah. And it sounds like it sounds like you're like you're 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 watching your pennies and the how's that going to make up? But, you know, a half a percent interest rate on a half a million dollar loan is a significant, significant amount of money if you're mm. hunting that half half percent interest rate and you're putting it over five years or ten years. You're talking a brand new car. So, yeah. you know, you, uh, you will make an absolute fortune um, by moving, by moving, um, by, by hunting good interest rates and potentially changing your bank if your hand is forced, if you can't get that good interest rates. And I'm talking a brand new car every five or ten years. And That's I, the difference you can make. Yeah. And I get where people come up with making their assumptions because all through life, all through up to buying your, your property, dealing direct has always been probably cheaper with a lot of things. But also anyone before you've got a mortgage, you probably had a personal loan or even a car loan. And generally, that's just set and forget. Got my five-year loan, and I don't renegotiate. I can't call the bank and renegotiate my personal loan. So we're sort of in that pattern, fair enough. But home loans are very different. So, yeah, yeah. find a broker. All good. Thanks, guys. Thanks, beautiful people. See you later. Cheers. Bye-bye.